Welcome to Awaken Bake, an educational, high vibrational, mystical, spiritual pot, I'm sorry, podcast from two girls, one joint, and a journey to awaken what's inside all of us. In the words of the wise Wiz Khalifa, let's roll something and get the day started, bitches. Okay, Start I said bitches. I did bitches instead of motherfuckers this time because um, I don't know. I have a dream that one day my grandma will listen to this. Oh, and you think she'd prefer bitches than motherfucker? Yeah, I don't want to call uh, Janice a motherfucker. Yeah. But like bitches is like for the girls. Right. <laughs> if you're also a girl. Now, if you're a man calling us bitches, fuck off. I'm a, okay. Yeah, that's different. That's different. You can't do that. Um, anyway. We talked about that in an episode the other day. Yeah. <laughs> All full circle. You guys got to make sure you're always listening so you can get all of our, con- what is it, continuation. All of our inside jokes. Exactly. Right. Like, make sure that you don't miss an episode. Also, they're Ever. so bingeable. You know what I mean? Like, right. we yeah. we put out two a week. So there's plenty of content there. I can which, listen to it all day, every day, which I do. Exactly. And I feel like that's kind of, that's kind of on brand with today's episode because something that we've had to learn on this journey is that everything will work out when it's supposed to. But when we stress about like, oh, it didn't happen exactly the way I thought it would exactly when I thought it would. That's when it tends to kind of like, it doesn't even like, it's not like things go wrong because everything is working out for our highest good. But we feel upset and we feel like at some kind of discomfort. You know what I mean? You could perhaps say it challenges us. Challenge. (laughs) It challenges us. Uh, Yeah. Um. But no, exactly. We're doing like a quick little, I guess it's sort of like a, a recap on manifesting, uh, get you excited about manifesting again. And yeah, just a reminder that like the universe isn't perfect and we're not perfect and timing, like divine timing is a thing that we have to just trust and that fucking The universe sometimes. is perfect. Well, the yes. Universe, yes, but we're not perfect. But we're not. She's perfect. We're not. Sometimes I have this God complex, so I confuse the two of them, and I kind of conflate the source and me, and I know we're one, but, like. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So, anyways, manifesting. It's got two main ingredients, your mindset and your patience. Mindset is how you think about everything, um, what you want specifically, but also every part of your life. Like, all of it comes into this. So, you have to dive into your gravi- gratitude and for all of it in the present right now. Like you have to just be grateful. It doesn't mean it matter if you're if you're manifesting wealth, then you have to be grateful for your body. You know, like literally everything. You can't have one part of it be negative for it to like all work, for all the keys to fit together and everything. I don't think f- keys fit together, but No, whatever. I know what you mean though because if you think about it as like a wheel, right? And there, yes. if there's like a spoke of the wheel that's off, like the wheel can't keep turning. It's going to get really wobbly and then it's going to fall over because like that's not sometimes I feel like we think about my aunt Maggie taught me this like we think about our body as like everything operates individually but it does and it operates together so even if one spoke is like off it's going to cause it to wibble wobble until it teeter totters and fucking falls wibbles wobble but they don't fall down but you will (laughs) (laughs) um but exactly so you have to like be completely positive so that's that's why I think like a lot of us will be like I don't know why this isn't happening and it's like okay because you're thinking really great about that one part of your life but you have to remember everything um and then the second half of it is patience you have to allow the universe to do her shit it's hard to accept sometimes but she does know the best and right time for success and sometimes you get a glimpse of these things but it doesn't work out or you feel like others are getting what you want and that's not the universe teasing you that's her saying like i hear you it's coming but it's just not the right time. But like, here's just so you know, like you're on the radar. It's it's going to come, but not right now. And that's going to be for your benefit. 
I feel like we have to be really open to signs throughout this process. Yes. Like, remember that sometimes these gifts, these these manifestations are going to come in ways that you don't expect and that it might be an uneasy road to get you there. For me, a big example of this in my life was failing nursing school the first time. I knew that I was meant to be a nurse at some point in my life. And when I failed out of RN school in my last semester, I was like, what the fuck? Why, why would this happen? And now I can sit back and realize, oh, it's because I wasn't at all ready or mature enough to actually be doing that. I was drinking all the time. I would probably have done some bad things. Like it would not have gone well. It was for the best. I honestly think too, like we are, I like how you said, um, we're kind of always like receiving messages for our highest good. And it's very like, we might not see it at the time that it's all divine timing, but we have to trust that it is the book I'm reading right now. is called conversations with God. Um, it's for everybody though. It's very misleading. I almost didn't read it. Cause I was like, God is like, not the term I like to use. <laughs> like, and if you, and typically it, that's because I associate it with like religion and right. I'm not a religious person. And if you are, that's awesome. But I'm, since I'm not, I didn't really know if I wanted to read this book this book is not religious at all. Um, it doesn't have even anything to like do with religion. It's, say it's like anti-religion, I feel like. And it I is, it's, it. it's openly anti-religion, but it's in a way, it does it with like in a way of love by saying like religion, the points are correct, but when, when man controls religion, it turns into something negative. So it's like, it just, it kind of makes us not think for ourselves. And it kind of makes us kind of like become zombies instead of like being able to think. Yeah. But, and, but anyway, in the book Conversations with God, they basically say that we're constantly, like Kelsey said earlier, we are we are God and we are connected to source, right? But sometimes we forget, like Kelsey sometimes do, I do it too, so do you. So we can tap mm -hmm. in at any point and like listen to signs from source. It's just a matter of are we like in tune with it and aligned with it and honestly open to receiving those messages literally at any single point of the day, you have to work on it. Like you, it's not just going to happen at once, but it if you really try, it'll happen sooner than you think. So I've been doing this thing where like, if I am overwhelmed, I'll kind of stop and be like, how would my highest self handle this like right now? And when you really want to be present and are open to like what, what the correct answer could be, because sometimes we don't want to do something. If you don't want to do something, yeah. then don't be, then don't say like, so you say, you know, you have to like do your taxes or some shit. And, um, the universe is like, yeah, you should do your taxes. And you're like, source, like truly what should I do? But you're not open to hearing do the taxes, right? Do taxes. So then you're just not open to source. It's a matter of you being open to it. And then like, it can, like how Kelsey said the first time that she didn't pass nursing school, like she, it was like hard for her because like she knew she was supposed to be a nurse, but that didn't, that wasn't a sign that she wasn't going to be a nurse. You know what I mean? The messages exactly. that she was receiving, ultimately she listened to, she tapped in and she was like, okay, I'm learning from this experience that just happened and I'm going to be able to better apply myself this time. And she succeeded and she literally turned out to be the best nurse I've ever met. You guys, I didn't even know you could be, not that I didn't think you could be a good nurse. I just thought it was like, you were either like, yeah, everyone's like a good nurse or you suck. You more stood out to me if you sucked. I never really right. noticed like nurses that went like super above and beyond um, until I met you and you were not even my nurse, but I heard the way you took care of your patients. And like, I was like, I wish you were my nurse. Damn. But you worked in a nursing home at the time. So I, I wasn't going to be there. <laughs> I'm glad Sorry. I wasn't your nurse. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been bad. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, no, like, I think that like, it's, those are like the lessons that like, like Danny was saying, like, you have to be open to like, it's, it's when we fight those things that we like miss and like, you don't really miss anything in life because the universe will always come back and like, keep shoving it down your throat until eventually mm -hmm. you're like, Hey, 
literally <laughs> like i'm gonna stop everything and do- oh my god have you ever felt like you're like it'll be different situations with different people but it's ultimately like the same theme and then you're like okay so if this is a pattern perhaps i need to like handle this differently because the universe keeps bringing this back to me literally i feel like i had that a lot with like making friends as adults like the universe kept like giving me this very similar situations with people that like weren't necessarily on my vibe and I would like keep trying to make it work and then I was like finally like a blow-up situation and then I was like oh okay so like people who aren't on my vibe I can send them love and stuff but I don't need to give them energy you don't need to (laughs) hang out with them every day and make them like an energetic something that drains you of your energy you know what I mean that's what it becomes send them love and light from a distance exactly and that's totally okay um I've been rereading The Power by Rhonda Byrne. Oh, so good. It's so good because it's just like a quick and like easy way to revamp and like get yourself excited about things again. And like yeah. with the move. I agree. And like settling back in. I needed just and that. And you're pregnant. And my pregnancy. I need just like quick and easy to digest. Um, and so it just like really quick. She ha- She calls it the creation process, the act of manifesting. And there's three steps. So you imagine it. So that's like the visualization and everything that we talk about. And feeling it, which obviously is like feeling it in the now, like being like, okay, I have this, this is mine. And then you'll receive it. And again, I think we try to like kind of change the order of those things or change how it works, but they can't be changed. Like there's a reason that energy, because it is like a scientific energy happens this way. And we are all surrounded by our energy field and the determination of that frequency of our field belongs to our feelings and our thoughts. That's why that mindset is so, so, so important because that's what determines like the strength and also the highness of the vibration that you have. Um, And I think training training yourself to see the world in a positive way is incredibly important. And I want to elaborate on a positive way. I think it was last episode that Danny mentioned actually from the same book that it was talking about how there are things that happen to us. They are not good or bad things. They are just things. Um, Being positive does not mean not feeling hard things or not going through hard things or like hard stuff doesn't happen to you. You still are going to have things. Um, that are going to try and break you, but it's about how you get through it. It's about actually feeling those things, feeling the grief, feeling the pain, feeling the loneliness and honoring them and then allowing them to flow. Honestly, not lying to yourself, especially when you're feeling those feelings. Um, I think like a lot of us get into the mindset of like, Oh, people are like toxically positive. And I think I can speak from experience that when I am presenting as toxically positive it's because I'm trying so hard to get through something like it's not that you're actually like trying to be annoyingly positive it's like I I need to say this that like, I need to be positive so that myself I can get through this like that's the only way we can get through it and I hate when people like shit on it because I think a lot of times it's like a coping me- mechanism or a um just a way of getting through and like as long as you're trying to frame everything in a way that you're getting a benefit, like everything is an opportunity. It's not good or bad, but it is an opportunity for growth. Um, and I think another important part of it is like healing in a productive way. Journaling especially is incredibly powerful for healing our, our our own energies and then allowing like our vibrations to rise because it's such a personal way that we can connect not only with ourselves, but with our higher selves and with source in general. Like it's such a powerful thing. Um, I'm saying this, I think, because I haven't been journaling much lately. And this is my reminder that I need to get my ass journaling. Um, 
And then so the other side of it is the patience. In some ways, I think mindset feels a lot easier to work on because this is like the active part of manifesting. This is where you're doing like you're manifesting rituals and you're doing the gratitudes and you're doing something like there's a physical thing or like an active thought that you're having of like, okay, this is my desire. Um, A lot of us, me, me struggle with the patience Um, because that's where you have to let your subconscious and the power of the universe just do their thing. You have to release control. And I will say, I think that's one thing that like our generation struggles with is releasing control. And that's not our fault. Oh yeah. Okay. And (laughs) you are bringing everything like so beautifully back to what I was going to say. So it's like hilarious because we do struggle with control. And I noticed how you were talking about how like your feelings and your thoughts are connected earlier. Um, I noticed that when I'm starting to spiral or really feel like I'm in a, a mind state, not even spiraling, but if I'm in a negative mind state or in a mind state where I feel like things aren't happening on the schedule that I wanted it to in some way, Um, or with the expectation that I had, typically I am also experiencing other traits of like anxiety, like physical anxiety. Um, and that's like a really good indicator for me. Like, okay, if my mindset isn't right, there's probably a couple things that aren't going on right at this moment. I need to take a sec, breathe, reassess, center myself because your feelings and your thoughts are so connected. And sometimes we let our physical body, like we don't even think about it because we're always kind of in autopilot on go mode. Right. But a lot of the time, like I remember when I was um, working in New York City and I would go on, I was just, I, I feel like when I was living in New York, I loved it so much, but I'm someone who has a really hard time separating myself from like the energy around me. Yeah. And so I got really caught up in just like hustling for some reason. No one was making me do it except me. I'm not blaming New York. I'm blaming me <laughs> and like a lack of like energetic boundaries. But like sometimes I would be like, really physically anxious just because my body kept being in a physical, like I would be really tight, really stiff. I wasn't breathing enough. I wasn't taking deep breaths. I was experiencing a lot of things that sent me into an anxiety attack, like, and sent me into like experiencing anxiety. And then also how Kelsey was talking about, we were joking earlier and she was like, journal, don't drink if you're sad, like, (laughs) um, hilarious. But, um, also with journaling. So I like that because um, it is like Kelsey was saying, it's such an intimate release. No one else is going to read it. Like, obviously, if you want to publish like your journal, because you're like, damn, I'm that bitch and my notes could help people go ahead. But most of us, like, I don't want y'all to see my journal, please. <laughs> like, you're going to also be like, Danny, how does your mind work? I'm confused. Like, and I'm confused too, bitch. That's why I journal. I have to get it all out so I can kind of make sense of it. And that's how it works for like a lot of us. But if you're somebody who's like, I, like, I love this concept. I want to do it, but I fucking hate journaling. I have an alternative for you. This kind of works for me, but not really, because I find that if you don't live alone, um, it can be very hard to do this method. But on Grace and Frankie, Frank, if you guys have seen that, uh, you know I what I'm talking about. Show. It's so good. But so Frankie, she's like... um the old lady stoner she's a bad bitch and she vlogs herself she called it vlogging but it's literally just recording yourself it's not vlogging um and she's like yeah just vlog yourself like you basically turn on your camera make a video of yourself talking about exactly what's going on exactly how you feel and what the situation is and typically when you're forced to say it out loud and really discuss it you're gonna end up saying the truth of the matter and what's really going on otherwise you're gonna be straight up lying and like that's gonna be obvious and you're gonna notice it so when you're forced to address it like out loud and really talk about it you often come to like a deeper understanding or some kind of resolution or even just some kind of peace And I, that's how I feel when I journal. So I have kind of tried doing like 
Frankie's method, but it's kind of, I get embarrassed if people are around me and like hear me. So right. I would much rather journal, but I feel like that would also be like a really good approach for anyone who's like, Hey, I really fuck with the idea of journaling, but I fucking hate it. Yeah. We're not all into it. I totally get it. So try filming yourself or Frankie called it vlogging yourself. You don't have to show anyone. You can delete it. And the way you can go into it too, is think about like, if you were just explaining the situation to someone and like, you were yeah. going to upload it on YouTube or send it or send it to a best friend, like, right. or even like a therapy session, but just with yourself. Yes, exactly. And often like it forces you to really face the situation up front, which then kind of makes you come to terms with, are you being real with yourself and honest with yourself yeah. and like helps you show also, it helps you show compassion because when you're done talking about it, sometimes you can watch it back too and be like, Oh, you know what? Like, no, this doesn't make sense. This doesn't sound good. Right. So try that I out. I think that's an important part of both journaling and like this vlogging style. What, however you choose to like get your feelings out and stuff, read it back. Like take the time to go back and see what you said. Even if it's like a couple of days later, like I think that that is an important piece of it is to revisit it and like be like, okay, yes, I was feeling that. And now I don't feel like because I, I feel like I don't do that. I, I pretty no? much feel it. No, but I would love to do that because I feel like I, I think I'm I'm embarrassed to see the cringe. Like, like I said, guys. <laughs> that's the fun is that it's cringe oh, just for no, you. No, you're right. You're right. Like, that's I'm like good challenge. Like, I've never guys, I'm going to be challenge. honest when I journal challenge. What I like, I'm going to be honest when I journal, I pretty much like leave it right like whatever was on the page gets left on the page and it's not a thought after that because I really try to like get it out also like a lot of it's ugly slash doesn't make sense and I don't mean ugly like I'm bullying people through my journal (laughs) I mean like sometimes I say weird shit that makes no sense like if I'm in a really sad place I'll say things like this is how I feel and then I'll read it like um even a second after I wrote it like after I write it down like I'll notice like yeah even writing that kind of sounded pathetic I don't really think I'm I don't really think that's accurate, but I never go back and like read it because I think I'm like nervous to like see the like state I was in, but it's like, why? Like that shows my growth. I would give anything to have my like, it must've been like middle school, like seventh or eighth grade journals. I think that's when it was. I have no idea what happened to them. I honestly think I burned them in like a fit of angst rage. Um, But I remember writing a journal entry one time about how, I mean, I was like just so mean to myself, never journal like this. This was not helpful. Um, But like in retrospect, it was so funny, cringy, like thinking about it. Like I literally was like, I'm disgusting and fat and I'm going to die a virgin. No one's going to ask me to prom. No one's going to want to have sex with me. And now I remember why I don't read my old journals because I (laughs) they sounded very self-deprecating. Now, as soon as you said that, I like got a flashback. I'm like, oh, and that's why. Oh, that's why I don't read my old journals. (laughs) See, but I would read my old journals from like the past five years because I've had like Definitely, I'm much kinder usually to myself. Honestly, now I'm like nervous. I need to go back and read because I have some times that I was pretty mean. Send but- us your most like out there or hilarious journal stories. Um, I will say I tried to write the word. <laughs> I remember I wanted to be like a journal diary girl so bad. There was like a movie about a diary on Disney Channel. I can't remember what it was, but like the girl like wrote about it. And it was like she wrote about her high school experience as if it was like a fictional. Read it and weep. Read it and weep, bitch. Yes. And I was like, wow, that's like so cool. I'm going to do it. Right. Um, Dude, I remember trying to write the word cute. I was trying to write somebody is so cute. And I like couldn't figure out how to spell it. I was sitting outside the dentist office because it was like, it was like my brothers had a dentist appointment. And so I was like waiting in the car right outside <laughs> of it. And I was writing in this little journal and I was trying to write like so-and-so is so cute. And I was like, okay, cute. So let's sound this out. Well, cute obviously but i know q u 
So, but but Q U U isn't a thing because like cute. So I dead ass wrote. Let's just let's just say um Bob. Ew, I would never. Um, <laughs> let's just say Rob. Ew, I would never. Let's just say Scott. But why is that a Kardashian name? I want a Kardashian. Anyway, let's just say let's just say Scott. The man. Um, let's just yeah. say the man. Guys, at the time the name was CJ. Let's be real. <laughs> the CJ from the dream. You all remember the dream. Um. <laughs> But anyway, so I wrote like what I was trying to write was CJ is so cute. And I read that shit like a few years later when I found it. And I dead ass wrote CJ is so quote. Oh, I wrote God. the word quote and thought oh, it was my so God. cute. And I was like, you dumbass bitch. I hope no one ever finds But in a way, it, no one would know that I thought he was cute. So they right. would be like, oh, she forgot to put what the quote was. Like, CJ, right. so he what? Is so what quote. did he do? Quote, what? Well, what? Right? <laughs> but i just exposed uh, I remember, myself so <laughs> when i had my first like crush crush it was in fifth grade and yeah i wrote about him in my journal and i even drew a picture of us getting married and he was this really oh. tall guy so i was standing on a box um <laughs> and then because i like was heavily influenced by tv shows like i thought that was how you like i don't remember where i saw this in a show or whatever but like i was just very like dramatic um so i one time like stole a used tissue of his and whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, whoa, Kelsey. Because, like, I thought that, yeah, and then I, like, told my friends, and then they were like, no, Kels. And I was like, oh. I'm yeah, shocked no. that you didn't take that to the grave. I know. Hey, guys, I'm here to bear it all to you, okay? <laughs> you know, yeah, that's crazy. Woo, <laughs> Kelsey. I'm going to literally joke about this and use it against you later. As a joke. <laughs> as a joke. But woo, not forgetting this. It's almost, like, too funny to laugh because I'm like, hold on, you're – Hold on, I'm best friends with a crazy bitch. <laughs> but that's what I thought. Like, crazy was the wrong word. Like being but... crazy was the cool thing. Yeah, I should have. I should have chose. Yes, quirky. <laughs> wow. Okay, guys. So I honestly feel like we have to. Kelsey, do you have anything left to say? Who wants advice no. from this bitch anymore? <laughs> I know. I'm done. So, Kelsey, I love you so deeply. Um, but you didn't like like when we go over our notes, guys. We don't go over every single word we're gonna say. I'm just as shocked as you are right now. Okay, this whole journaling riff was a little bit off from what You know what? We got really Yeah, we I mean, Kelsey was trying to share something personal about her journaling situation. I understand. I shared CJ was quote. And um, I shared that I stole a man's tissue when I was That's crazy. Yeah, crazy is the wrong word. Damn, but Kelsey, you out there for that, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. I I literally need to smoke after this. I love Kelsey so much. (laughs) You know what, guys? I love you. Thanks for loving me and my kookiness. Oh, please. This is going to bring the viewers back. If we were like, if we had like a few, a little bit, just a tiny bit more clout, like online, I could totally see like a drama channel being like, Kelsey Akers from Awake and Bake says she stole a man's tissue because she wanted his DNA for which purposes? My first TMZ article. <laughs> oh, wait. Shelton's going to get me. Oh, my God. I'm ready, honestly. Ooh, shall we manifest that? <sighs> Everyone, send in anonymous messages to Perez about Kelsey from Awake and Bake. S- sampling a man's DNA for witchcraft at a young age. Hey, I knew my purpose. I knew what I could It was do. foreshadowing. It I was- added the witchcraft thing. She never said that. I'm just, like, rolling with it because it's so funny. I didn't have to add it. You all knew what I was doing with it. Exactly. You freak. <laughs> all right. We love you guys. Stay high. Bye. <laughs>